Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. Welcome those of us that are joining us online, that we will watch today, when replays on Sunday, whenever. May the Lord bless you. Amen and amen. So we're going to go into the word of the Lord. Pull out your notebook, pull out your phone, pull out your iPhone, your nose phone, whatever it is. Let's write, let's study the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible says the entrance of the word of God brings what? Brings light. May the word of God illuminate us this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Father, we humble ourselves at your table today. I choose to get out of your way that you may have your way. That you may touch untouchables, that you may heal, that you may deliver, that you may challenge, that you may elevate. Father God, have your way. Spirit of the living God, you are welcome. Take over in the name of Jesus. We give you praise in the name above every other name. I will not share in your glory because it belongs to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, we pray. And somebody shouts, Amen and Amen. Hallelujah. This morning, or this afternoon rather, I want to speak up about a subject I've called living a hopeful life. Living a hopeful life. We are in a season, we are in an era, we are in a time, we are in times that hope is something that is a rare commodity. Whenever you turn on the news, whatever you see is gloom and doom. But our duty as a church, our duty is to encourage you to live a hopeful life, irrespective of what the clouds, of how the clouds are forming, economic, social, political, we need to remain people who are hopeful. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody say hope. What is hope? Hope is expectation. Expectation of a better tomorrow. Hallelujah. Child of God, there's a better tomorrow for you. And I, I've, I've come this afternoon to announce to you that your tomorrow is going to be better than your yesterday. You understand that? What? As long as you have breath in you, always be expectant. Always be expectant. Somebody once said, there's no medicine like hope. There's no medicine like hope, no incentive so great and no tonic so powerful as expe the expectation of tomorrow. I am expectant of a better future. I am expectant of a better tomorrow. I am expectant that the money I earn today is not the money I will earn tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I am expectant that my children will be better to today, tomorrow than they are today. Hallelujah. I expect growth in all, all arenas of my life. Hallelujah. I am expectant. Are you? Are you? <laughs> you better. You better be hopeful because you cannot live without hope. You cannot live without hope. Without hope you are dead. And when I talk about dead, I don't mean dead, dead, dead. I mean dead. The Banyarwanda say, Yapu Yahagas. That means that you can be standing but dead. You can be walking on, on, in the streets but dead. 
dead, dead, dead without hope. That is hopelessness. Hopelessness is the worst thing that can ever happen to a human being. You cannot live your life without hope. You need hope. Somebody say, I need hope. Unbelievable as it may seem, a person is able to go for 70 days without food. 70 days without food. About 10 days without water. person can exist. About 6 minutes without air. Somebody can exist. But let me tell you, without hope, you are dead. That is why we must fight whatever the situation, whatever the economy, cost of living crisis, all these things, we need to remain what? Expectant. Expectation or hope is the antidote to suicide. The things that people kill themselves over are not different from the things that you are going through. <laughs> I repeat that. The things that somebody killed them or somebody killed themselves over yesterday are the same things that you are going through. But why are you still alive? The reason you are still alive, my friend, is because you have expectation. You understand that? Expectation of something around the corner. I can smell a miracle around the corner for somebody. If you don't smell it, I'm, I'm smelling it for you. There is a miracle around the corner. I am expectant for you in the name above every other name. This year, 2023, I can... Mm -hmm. There is something lacking in the corner. It's about, you're about to encounter it in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. And that gives me radiance. That puts a smile upon my face. Even when everything is awry. Hallelujah. I keep smiling. I don't come to preach here every Sunday because my bank account is bouncing with millions. No, 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 no. I am expectant. The, the, the writer, the psalmist says, I would have done what? I would have died. I would have fainted if I had not what? Believed. You've got to believe. If I had not believed, yes, thank you, I would have lost heart unless I believed. Let's have it in the Amplified. Marasatalaba. <laughs> what would have become of me? Just ponder that. What would have become of me if I had not believed? The key word there is what? Believe. And these days we have got unbelieving believers. If that makes sense. You say you believe but you do not believe. Jesus Christ, whoever he healed you, asked him, do you believe that I am able to heal you? If I had not believed, do what? To hear about? To see? You are going to see it. With your very eyes, you are going to see the goodness of the Lord, not in the, in the land of the dead, no, in the land of the living. You, you've got to believe. You've got to be persuaded. Is somebody listening to what I'm saying? That is how you are going to go through and sail through this world, because the world is crazy. The world in which we live is crazy. That's why the day, the day you were born, the first thing you did was what? Was cry. Oh my God, why am I here? The child is enjoying in the, in the womb, but when, they, when, they, when somebody's breathing for them, 
Somebody is breathing for them. The mother is breathing for them. The mother is eating for them. For them, they're just receiving. But the moment they're out, they have got to gasp for air. <laughs> the kid has got to start breathing on its own. And that in and of itself, my friend, <laughs> is a lot of strength. Takes a lot of strength. You know how many, how many uh, times you breathe per minute right now as you sat there in a restful state? Go research. Just as you are, even before I mentioned that you are breathing, you were oblivious to the fact that you are breathing. You see that? So the baby begins to cry because the world is a very dangerous place. Somebody said the world is a very dangerous place, nobody leaves it alive. <laughs> you have to die, it will kill you. <laughs> you have to die. <laughs> Yeah, well, the time comes when God calls you. But what, what he was trying to say, the moral of the story is that it's, it's a tough place. Jesus Christ himself said it. In the world you will have what? Tribulation. You will have what? Trials. That is a given. Now if you see a, a person who's preaching to you and say, from now on you are free of, of trials, run away from them with, with spasonic speed because they are not real. Reality is that the world is crazy. Are you COVID? You hear things about... They will, they will come even bigger, even worse, even worse, uh, whatever, called pandemics. They will come. But you know what? Even them will remain hopeful. Even in those seasons, will remain hopeful. Hallelujah. I would have fainted if I had not believed to see the goodness of the Lord. I would have lost heart. Therefore, do not lose your heart. Do not lose yourself. Somebody say amen. You need to live a hopeful life with the, the idea that there is something better, there is something bigger coming your way. It's just around the corner. It's a matter of time. You're about to collide with it. Somebody is about to collide with the miracle in the name of Jesus. You have to live a hopeful life. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 3, the ESV, the Bible says, there is an evil in all that is under the sun that the same event happens to how many? To all. It happens to all. Things happen to all. The Bible says somewhere that do not think that what you are going through is peculiar to you only. There is somewhere, some, there is somebody somewhere in, this, in, this part, in some part of the world who is going through it. You understand? You don't understand what I'm going through. Let me tell you, there is somebody who is going even worse through, through worse than you are. There are three kinds of people. They want, there's one who has gone through it. The good thing is that you are going through it. They have gone through it and they are on the other side. They can testify. Hallelujah. There is somebody who is going through it right now. And there's somebody who doesn't even have an idea what we are talking about. But they are about to go through it. That's how life, it is, that life is. So when you are laughing at somebody who is going through something, <laughs> laugh quietly. Because maybe your time has not come. They happen to, to what? They happen to all. It says also the, the hearts of the children of men are full of evil and madness is in their hearts while they live. Crazy. Madness. You have, you have an idea how much madness is in their hearts right now here. <laughs> There's craziness in here. <laughs> this is not me saying it's a scripture. The man, this is, this is the wisest man. He wrote it. 
You see a crowd of people. That is what if you if you open their hearts to see what's inside there, you would run away. You would take off. Now, if you were God, you would just send the fire and finish everybody. But thank God you are not God, and I'm not God. Our God, Manuri Muiza, He's good. With all the madness in here, he's still good to me. <laughs> Jacqueline, the good, God is good to me, you know. <laughs> huh? He's good. While they live, he said there's, there's a lot of madness in their heart. And after that, they go to the dead. Verse 4. But he who is joined with all the living, as long as you have living as long as you have life in you he says you have hope did you see that as long as you have living in you as long as there is still some breath in you you must have hope for a living dog is better than a dead lion now a dead in a, a, a dog is the, is, the, is the is the is the is the is the is the most despised animal in in uh, in those in those in that culture and the lion of course is the is the most admired one so he say, a living dog, dog is better than a dead one because at least it has hope for tomorrow. So my friend, as long as you are alive, you better have hope. Live a hopeful life. Somebody once said, there are no hopeless situations. There's nothing like a hopeless situation. There are only hopeless people. I refuse to be among the hopeless in the name of Jesus. Whatever comes my way, <laughs> whatever comes my way, whatever the devil throws at me, I will remain hopeful because I am still alive. Hope is what makes us human. If you remove hope from a man, he becomes an animal. If you remove hope from a man, he can, he can kill you. A hopeless man is a very dangerous man. So don't be dangerous to people, you know. <laughs> Have hope. Amen. Somebody say amen. Hope is very important for your living. Hope is never giving up. Never giving up. There's somebody who gave up. You, you are in this place. You gave up on some stuff. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's a career. Maybe it's studies. You gave up. Because things went, you know, the tough, the things got tough. They've got this, this thing which says when, they, when they're going, guess what? Tough. What happens? The tough get going. The tough can never give up. You, there's toughness wired in you. When God was creating you, he wired the toughness into you. It is there. You've got to get inside of you and pull it out and keep on keeping on. Hallelujah. Keep on keeping on. There's this, there's, there's, there's this alcohol we used to drink called John Walker. Hmm? You've got to keep on walking. Hallelujah. You've got to keep on walking. Somebody say, I'll keep on walking. Some of the people who are laughing, they know what I'm talking about here. You would drink John Walker, but by the time you are going home, you are crawling. <laughs> you understand, child of God? Never giving up. Do not give us up. Somebody right here on, online, you're going to go back after here. You're going to go back and dust down that dream that you gave up upon. 
you are going to do it again. You gave up too quickly. You gave up too soon. Hallelujah. You gave up. Somebody is about to give up. Do not give up. Don't. Keep on keeping on. Keep on trying. But I have tried this. I have tried. People will tell you, you have tried that. You have tried this. But there's not, I see nothing working. Don't listen to those voices. Keep on keeping on. Keep on trying. Let me tell you, everything that we have today that is in our use, that is in your supermarkets, that is in the shop, was started by somebody who kept on trying. If I asked somebody to flip up the, the switch there, would, would be in darkness. Why are we in light? Why do we have light right, right now? Why do we have light right now? Because of the bulbs. The man who created, who, who created, who made or innovated, that's the word, the, the, the light, the light bulb, Thomas Edison, it is said that he tried over 10,000 times and he kept failing. Somebody came up to him and said, they laughed at him, why don't you even give up? You have failed too many times. And he looked at him and said, no, I haven't failed. I haven't failed. I've only discovered 10,000 times why it cannot work. You see how he flipped it? Keep on trying. You tried, you tried, and it failed. Keep on trying. Somebody, uh, Dale Carnegie said, most of the important things in the world have been accomplished by people who have kept on trying. Keep on trying. One of these days I'm going to preach a message saying, why, why did you stop? Why did you stop? Keep on trying. Keep on. Do not stop. I speak this to you as I speak it to myself. Go back to that thing that you stopped. Revive it again. There's still some life in it. Hallelujah. Dust it. Put it back on the road. You will be shocked at how much mileage is in it. It will take you to a place that you never thought you would go. Hallelujah. You know why? Because hope never fails. Somebody say hope. Now say it like you had breakfast. Hope, hope. never fails. Mm. If, you fail, if you fail in anything or give up in anything, that means you didn't have hope in the first place. <laughs> hope does not fail. A man called John Bunyan said, hope is never ill when faith is well. <laughs> hope cannot go to a hospital to check in to see a dentist or to see a doctor when faith is well. Cannot. What are we talking about here, guys? We're talking about hope in God. Hope in God. Because hope in other things will let you down. Hope in people will let you down. Because if you hope in people, people are also hoping on something else. So if you are pinning your hope on somebody who's hoping on something, you are, you are going to fail. Our hope is where is it in God. And that's our main theme here at Shiloh Tabernacle. Changing lives and building dreams. Hallelujah. You've got to keep on building that dream in the name above every other name. Building. Our business is building hope. Building optimism. In God, not in things, not in the economy of men, but in God. Somebody say amen. Hope is having faith, not only in today, but in the future. When you look at that child, you need to see, you need to see hope in them. You need to see a future in them. 
doesn't matter how what they are doing right now. Let me tell you, you have no idea. Many years ago, before, before I, I, I became born again, what I used to do, I did things that you cannot even imagine. I was an I was an alcoholic. Twenty four seven, I was drunk. I was a write off. But thank God, my parents did not give up on me. They they saw, they kept seeing a future in me. They kept seeing something in me. There's, in the, there's diamond in that rough. What do you see in your child? What do you see in your spouse? What do you see? Keep on seeing positive. Keep on being expectant. Hallelujah. Expectant. Faith in them for the future. That they will become something. That they will become better. I, had a, I have a young, a young brother who was on drugs for almost 26 years. 26 years. When you looked at, you know him some. When he, uh, in his 30s, 30s. So most of his time he has been on drugs. When you looked at this young boy, people gave up on him. You would, you would, you would find him laughing at, at flowers, you would find him laughing at grass because he's high right off but today <laughs> there is no demon that can stand before someone it will just cry to just be on fire he's now sober he has a, a, a workshop he's is a is a metal fabricator he's very skilled very skilled young man perfectionist he makes windows and doors. Those of you who are building in Uganda, if you want those fabrication, come to me. I will send you to the best guy in town. You will be shocked. And very trustworthy at that. People who laughed at him right now are the ones who say, oh, can you take us to that board? Hope, my friend, is faith in the future. Have faith in the future. Have faith, whatever it is that is facing you right now. Have faith. Hallelujah. Because, you see, where there's no faith in the future, there is no faith in the present. That's why you need to hold on to faith. Many years ago, in the first, in the world, in world, world, world War II, um, about 25,000 American soldiers were taken captive by the Japanese and they forced them to exist in, in humane conditions and listen, many of them died many of them died but others survived and went back home what made the difference between these guys the ones who died and the ones who returned home the ones who returned home remained confident they had confident expectation that one day they will be released one day. Apostle Jesus is the one who normally uses this word in here. Yeah, there is a day, I don't care what that demon is, is thinking. There is a day that it has got to release you. There is a day that problem has got to end. There is, uh, there is an appointed day. These young men in, in, in captivity, they kept believing one day I will go home. And that's what kept them living. They held on to hope. Somebody say, hold on to hope. 
Hope is something that you can, it, you, you can hold it, you can feel it. It is tangible. It is palpable. These guys, the way they hold on to hope, they began to talk about their homes in the future, how their homes would be. I'm going to have a five-bedroom house, and this man is where? He's in captivity. Have you ever seen somebody dreaming, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to build this mansion, and you look at them, and they don't even have a penny to their, to, to, to their name, a penny to their name, and you say, are you crazy? Are you sick in your head? Because some of us wait until we have money. You see, to, if you are waiting until you have money to plan for something big, you are late. You understand? You start when? Now. These guys, they began to look at their houses, how big their houses would be. They, would, they, they, began, to, they began to see even, even, even the, the, the kind of people they would marry. I would, I would, I would, and they began painting these things on the wall, whatever they were seeing. So every morning they wake up, they would look at that wall. So one day, one day, one day, one day I'm going to marry that girl. One day I'm hey, One day. They drew pictures that illustrate their dreams. You may not draw them on the wall, but you need to draw them in your mind. Draw them, put color in them. You want a house, what, how, many, how many bedrooms is it? This is, I'm gonna build a house. That is just pie in the sky. Describe it, put walls on it. What floors do you see? Do you see carpets or do you see tiles? What color do you see? Is it a car? I want to drive a Volvo, what color is it? What is the interior? Is it leather? Can you smell the leather? Smell it now. <laughs> build a mental picture. Make it, put it in color. Some of us dream in black and white. Black and white will not take you anywhere. Make, put it, make it colorful. And frame it in your mind. Frame it. Put it in a frame. Somebody finds you dreaming of, of, six, of, <laughs> of a ten-bedroom house and they look at you right now and say, you are crazy. Yes, that is called faith. Hope in the future. One day, it will materialize. One day. Day it it will materialize. Now that hope that we are talking about is hope in Jesus. I have hope in, I have hope in Jesus. Is that song that? You, uh -huh. In Jesus. Can you pick it up? Pick it up, girls. Pick it up. Sing it again. Uh huh. That's it. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm. As long as I what? Ah. Still breathing, I is hope in Jesus. There is hope. There is hope. Am I speaking to somebody here? I can smell somebody who was who was who had almost given giving up. I can smell you here. But let me tell you the truth: there is hope. We have even 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 to 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 cement our message today. We even have a hope in our midst. <laughs> There's a young man who 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 drove his car off a bridge. He was in university. He drove his car off the bridge. But there was this couple that was sat somewhere, and 
this young lady, she, she, she saw the man, you know, drive the car into the water. And uh, as he drove the car into the water, when he reached into the water, he climbed out of the car and started uh, stand, uh, standing on top of the car like he was looking for help. But now this woman just jumped into the water and she, she pulled him out. She extended the branch to him, said, hold on to the branch and come over. Then the young man said, what is your name? The woman said, my name is Hope. said, what? My name is, and indeed her name was Hope. My name is Hope. When the boy heard Hope, he smiled. He smiled. There is hope. There is hope. Our hope is Jesus. The Bible calls him the hope of our glory. The hope of glory. Colossians chapter 1, verse 24. Hallelujah. Paul says, now I rejoice in my sufferings. Hallelujah. I rejoice in my sufferings. He had a different mentality when it came to sufferings because he knew that they were for a moment. Hallelujah. He was suffering for the sake of the church. He was in a prison. He was in chains. He says, I am suffering for your sake. And in my flesh, I am filling up what is lacking in Christ's affliction for the sake of his body. That is the church. Next, the next verse of which I became a minister according to the stewardship of from God that was given to me for you to make the word of God fully known that the word of God may what not just be known but fully known that word that God wanted us to fully know the Bible says in verse 26, it was hidden. It was a hidden mystery. Hidden for ages and generations. But it has now been revealed to you and me. Hallelujah. That word of hope has been revealed to me. It has been revealed to me. There are men, there are women who lived before, many, many generations before us. They did not have this revelation. They didn't have this hope. Hallelujah. Verse 27. To them, God, we, we, to them, you and I, God has, God chose to make known how great the Gentiles are, are the riches of the glory of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Does anybody have Christ in them? Yeah. If you have Christ in you, you have hope. Hallelujah. You have hope. There is no Christian who should be hopeless if you have Jesus in you. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Peter says, First Peter chapter 1, let's read it in the Amplified. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Hallelujah. Marasa. He says, Praised, honored, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Why? By his boundless mercy. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The mercies of God do not have a bottom. They are boundless. By his boundless mercy, we have been born again to an ever-living hope. An ever, somebody say ever. Living hope. This hope does not die. As long as you have Jesus, you, have, you can overcome the vicissitudes of today and live to face another day because you are always expecting a more glorious tomorrow because of that ever-living hope. If that hope is ever-living, why should I die? Why should I lose hope? All I need is to tap into that ever-living hope and get through the next day 
expecting a more glorious day. Hallelujah. A more glorious year. 2023 is not going to be as gloomy as 2022. No. We're expecting better. So it doesn't matter how things went wrong yesterday or last week or even today. Tomorrow is going to be better. Some of us had dreams that were shattered. Completely. You said, Pastor, you have no idea. For me, I'm in this place where I got shattered completely. You are in the right place today. You're in the right place today. Because your dreams are going to be revived again. There's a famous um, painter who painted um, a, pa- a painting and he entitled it Hope. And uh, it pictures a woman against the world. This woman is against the world. And her eyes are bandaged. She cannot see ahead. In her hands is a harp. But all the strings are broken except for one. All the, bring, the, the, the strings of this harp. You know a harp? Anybody knows a harp? I'm not talking about these guitars. Okay, let's use a guitar for it. <laughs> a harp. But all the strings are broken except one. Now those broken strings, according to this painter, they express her shattered expectations. Bitter disappointments. People disappointed her. Men disappointed her. But the last one, which is unbroken, that unbroken string is hope. All the other strings on this harp are broken, but she has one. As long as I have one, as long as I have one, all you need is just one string. And she begins to strike the string and the glorious melody floats out of out over into the world. It fills her dark skies with stars. What was the painter painting? He was painting a great truth that even when everything else is gone, you must still have hope. Do you understand? You must still have hope. A purpose to live a hopeful life that tomorrow is going to be glorious. And listen, the hope in Jesus Christ does not put to shame. Politicians will put you to shame. Men will put you to shame. But Jesus Christ does not put us to shame at all. That's why we must have peace in him. I have peace in him because I know that he has, he's got my back. He's got my back. He's got my back. You've got an example in Abraham. Abraham had hope. He had faith because the Bible says faith is the what? Amplified, the Amplified Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the assurance. I love that. It is the assurance. You need to live with the assurance that tomorrow is going to be fine. That is what makes a victorious Christian. Tomorrow, next week. Now some some people are here dreading or not here. Those didn't come. Tomorrow is Monday. You see, you attract what you think. What you think you attract. Because you are the sum total of your thoughts. What you see, what we see is your thoughts. So if you are thinking of next week as a bad week, it will precipitate into a bad week. So wake up facing tomorrow. Hmm? Rose, tomorrow week is going to be good. Hallelujah. Yeah, say amen. Amen. It's going to be good. 
get into that job, get into that office and say, and command it, they command it to be good. Command that in you. Of course, not, you're not entering, shouting at the top of your voice. No, but you enter, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Commanding that boss to be in line. Is, is, hey, your boss has got to, yeah, that manager. I'm talking about that one who's very problematic or that colleague of yours who is always pricking you. You command them to be in order, fall in line. The child of God has come. This week is going to be glorious. Hallelujah. And if there's any, if there's any promotion in this, in this place this week, it is mine. Hallelujah. It is mine. Hey. Do you understand? Faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things hoped for. Hoped what? For do you have them right now? Physically? No. But you have them spiritually. The being the proof of things which you do not see. That is the faith. So Abraham had that. Abraham is told, as we are concluding, he's been told by God that he's going to be the father of nations. But the physical things are contrary to the word of God. The man is growing old. <laughs> Romans 4, 17. As it is written, I have made you, I have made you a father of nations. Do you hear that? Let's, let's put that in ESV, Romans chapter 4. What does it say? It is written. I am going to make you a father of nations. Can somebody? I am going to make you. No, I have already. I have already made you a father of nations. I have made you a millionaire already. I have made you a landlord already. But you are still renting. You are still even struggling for rent right now. But for him, he has already made you that. It is sorted. You are already married. You are single, but you are in. I have already given you a husband. It is sorted. <laughs> I have made you the father of nations in the presence of God in whom he believed. Who gives life? He believed in the God who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. With God, they don't have to be there. He just calls them by name. Come, come, come out. Moses' car, come out. Receive that car. Moses' car, come out. Yeah. He just calls it by name and it's there. Continue. Verse 18, if we can. But in hope, <laughs> he believed against hope. This hope was to the sin. He took hope to another level. He hoped against hope. You need against hope. He believed because of that word, I have already made you a father of nations. The Bible says he believed against hope that he should not may. Mm -mm. He should. Divine, you have got to be that. You've got to get that doctorate. See yourself at Dr. Divine. See it. In hope, he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations. As he had been told, all he needed was what? To be told. The moment he was told it, that's it. And because of that, the following verse says, he did not weaken in faith because faith can be weakened if you're not careful. It can be weakened. He did not weaken in faith. When he looked in the mirror, 
and saw the wrinkles on his face and saw the gray hair on him. He did not weaken in faith when his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old. For you, how old are you? Not yet even 50, but you have given up. How dare you? When a hundred year old man is still believing to be able to, to have a baby. By this time, his peers are grand, grand, great grandfathers. You see, the, 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 the people I went to school with, now they are driving Range Rovers, now they have got five houses. For me, I haven't even, I, even, I don't even have anything to my name. What are you saying? Hope against hope. A fatherless, grand, uh, 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 a fatherless uh, centur centurion is about to be a father of many nations. Many. He had more, father, more children than his peers who went before him. Listen, you are going to overtake them. You are going to overtake them. Hallelujah. You are going to overtake them. Mm. They may have gone ahead of you, but let them wait for you. <laughs> you are coming. Somebody say, I'm coming. Mm. I'm coming. Johnny Nisha. Dash. Zija. Inakuja. They will just see dust as you pass by. They say, who was that? Listen, there are people who passed by a man for many years, many years, who was crippled from birth. People were walking before, after, they walked even after he was born and they would pass him at the gate where he was begging for arms. But there was a day. Somebody said there was a day. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a day when John and Peter arrived and they said, silver and gold we don't have. But in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. The Bible says, and they took him by the right hand and raised him up. And immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. Verse 8, and leaping. Others went in walking, but for him he entered in what? Leaping, leaping. He stood and began to walk and entered the temple with them, leaping and walking and praising God. The people who passed him by. Can it be? Can it be? People are about to be shocked. They were shocked. They walked in, but for him he leaped in. You are about to leap. <laughs> Somebody take that. You are about to leap. Praising God. Past the people who walked before you. I don't know in other languages. That means they pass you by. But there is a God who gives the strength to overtake. Hallelujah. That you will overtake them. They laughed at you, but they are about to cling to you. They wrote you off, but they are about to be surprised in the name above every other name. All you need to do is remain hopeful. Hope against hope. Even when he looked at his wife, Sarah, the other breasts are now like socks. She is walking with a stick. The, 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 the back is bent. Eh? She 
she is walking with aided by a stick biologically she cannot give birth in the physical <laughs> according to the world you are too old scientifically impossible they say genetically impossible but there's a power that came one day, somebody say one day the power entered this woman and one day in the morning she's having morning sickness one day Abraham notices that she doesn't need the, the, the cane anymore because the pregnancy has straightened her up hallelujah it has straightened her up <laughs> somebody you're about to be strengthened just hope against hope don't give up. Don't give up. Let's read that verse again and are you close? Romans chapter 4. I, have, I won't finish this message. Romans chapter 4 verse, 9, verse 19. He did not weaken in faith. Child of God, don't weaken. Don't weaken. That's why we come in the presence of God every time to strengthen our, our faith. You understand? Strengthen our faith. Don't weaken in faith. He didn't weaken in faith when he considered. That, that word consider means he sat down and had an evaluation. He looked at her and he looked at the word of God and they did not add up. <laughs> he considered and said, hey, look at me. I'm finished. I'm almost finished. I'm almost at the end of the road. But the Bible says he did not weaken. When he considered the barrenness of Sarah, womb. Verse 20. No unbelief. No scintilla of unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God. Because that's what unbelief will do. Unbelief will always knock at your door. It will always knock. Every morning you are brushing that teeth, those teeth you see, you see a gray hair. <laughs> and, then the, and then the voice be, and then, mm -hmm, look at you. Go away, you are finished. Look at you. Now where are you going? The moment you hear those voices, just spit them out, just like you're spitting out that whatever you are. Pooh! Cut! Pooh! Stay! And belief, stay! Pooh! No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God. No unbelief. And belief will knock. Don't be shocked. That's what it does. But don't let you've got the right to, to open or not to open the door. Don't let it in. And belief will come through people. Some of them you will tell them, you know, I'm planning to do this and say, What? <laughs> Are you sick? <laughs> Are you crazy? Oh, then you'll begin, then you begin to rationalize according to scientific proof. He says, no scintilla of unbelief made him waver concerning the promise. But what did he do? He grew stronger in his faith as he gave glory to God. He grew strong in his hope. He grew strong in expectation. I may be a hundred years old, but God said, I'm going to be a father of many nations. My wife is going to give birth to children. Yes, yes, I may be in debt. I may be in bondage, but I'm going to build those houses. In The prophecies were spoken. I'm going to travel the nations. I'm going to be a multimillionaire. No unbelief because the Bible says he was fully, not a quarter, not an eighth. He was fully. 
what God <laughs> that God was able to do what he has promised I rest my case for today is able to do that what he said he would do let's, let's finish on the high he's now fulfill every promise to you <laughs> don't give up on God and you are sat like that you are sat like that come on come on stand on your feet he's able Just what he said he would do. He's gonna fulfill every promise to you. Don't give up on God, cause he won't give up on you. He's able Thank you so much for listening to this sermon and I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website www.shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at Shiloh LDN. Once again, that's at Shiloh LDN. You've been listening to Shiloh Tabernacle London, changing lives, building dreams. Until next time, 